We're in the season of Advent right now. And of course, Advent, that very word, means coming. It means we're waiting for someone to come. And of course, that, that person that we're waiting for this Advent is, of course, Jesus. We're waiting for his coming at the end of time. We're, we're kind of waiting to celebrate his birthday again at Christmas. But the coming of Jesus was prepared for for a really long time. In fact, God was preparing for the coming of Jesus since the beginning of the world. That's why in our, our Mass today, we read from the very first book of the Bible. To start off with, we read from the book of Genesis. Seems like a kind of a funny thing to read on a, a feast day when we're celebrating Mary. Why do we read from, you know, this very first book of, of the Old Testament? Well, because even then, God was preparing for the coming, the advent of Jesus. We heard the story today of Adam and Eve, and that's probably a story that we've, we've heard a lot. And we can remember back in the beginning, God created Adam and Eve, and remember how he said everything was so good? God made the whole world, and he says, wow, this is really, really good. But then, Adam and Eve, they committed what we call sin. And this was the sin at the origin of all of us. So the beginning, origin means the beginning. And so we call this first sin, we call it the original sin. And it's so important because essentially what Adam and Eve decided to do was say, God, we don't trust you. That's what it means that Eve reached out and took the forbidden fruit that God said, you will not eat this. Well, Eve decided she didn't trust God. She decided to listen to that serpent. What a silly thing to do. But the serpent tricked Eve, said, well, this, this thing God told you not to do, it's actually because God doesn't like you. You can't trust God. God gave you these rules in order to, to keep you unhappy. God knows that eating that fruit that he said, don't eat, that's what will really make you happy. And God does not want you to have what will really make you happy. Now we can look and say, well, that was, that was really silly that Eve believed a, a snake instead of God. But notice we do this all the time, don't we? How many times have your parents told you, no, you can't do that. And you're like, hmm, but I want to do that. I bet my mom and dad are just trying to keep me unhappy. I bet if I did that thing that they don't want me to do, I bet I'd be really happy. And it never works that way because parents are pretty smart. God is a good parent. He's pretty smart. He knows what will make us happy. But like we sometimes, we, we don't trust our parents. Like, yeah, I'm going to do it my way. And that just never works out. And so our parents have to punish us and say, you misbehaved. You did what you shouldn't do. Now there has to be punishment, not because parents are mean or the teachers are mean. They punish us because we tend to do things that are not good for us. In fact, what happens when Adam and Eve eat the, the forbidden fruit? Bad, bad things. They get kicked out of heaven. What could be worse than that? But here's God's beautiful plan. Even when everything got really messed up at the beginning, God gives us a bit of good news. He says, someone is coming, Advent. There's an Adventus, there's a coming in the future where although everything looks bad now and we all get kicked out of heaven because of Adam and Eve, God says, no, someone will come in the future. A descendant of this very woman 
And this very man one day will come and will crush the head of the serpent. If you look sometimes at our, our statues of Mary, she's covered with flowers today, so you can't see her. But under her foot is often a, a little snake because God prepared that even though that snake seemed to prevail in the book of Genesis, if we flip later in the Bible, someone's gonna crush the head of the serpent. There is gonna be someone who is coming who is gonna put everything right. Now we know that ultimately that person who's coming is Jesus. And when did he crush the head of the serpent? When did he firmly defeat Satan so that we could go back to heaven? On the cross. That's where Jesus stomped on the head of Satan and says, you will not win, I will win. It seems like everybody had to die because of Adam and Eve. Jesus says, okay, I'm God and I'll die so that everyone can live. It's a pretty amazing turn of events. It's the greatest thing that ever happened in the history of the world. Everything looked so bad and then Jesus came and made everything so right. But here is the key. Jesus' coming was prepared for from all the world. And so Jesus got to do something that no one else gets to do. He actually got to prepare his own mother for his coming. If Jesus' coming was prepared for from the beginning of the book of Genesis, Jesus got to decide how he was going to come. And he chose to come by making his mother the most perfect mother in the whole world. After all, if you're God and you could make your own mom, you're gonna make her beautiful and perfect. The scriptures tell us Mary shines like the sun. She's better than the stars and the moon and everything in the sky. Mary's the most perfect human being that God ever made. And is a kind of way to kind of stick it to the devil. Just as Eve in the Garden of Eden chose to disobey God, God chose that through a really humble girl, probably not much older than some of you over here in eighth grade, God says, you, you tricked that first woman. I'm gonna use a woman to overthrow you, Satan. And so he comes to a teenage girl, Mary, who had been prepared her entire life to meet the angel Gabriel, like we hear in our gospel today. Think how beautiful that is, that God, who had been preparing since the Garden of Eden for his coming, prepared Mary for this very, very special meeting with the angel Gabriel. Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. And he reveals God's plan. And the most amazing thing of all is that although it's been prepared for for thousands of years, everything depends upon Mary saying yes. Mary could have said no, and there'd be no Christmas. There'd be no Jesus. We'd all still be locked out of heaven. Everything would still be a mess, except Mary said yes. And that's why today we celebrate Mary with such great joy in the church. She has become the antidote, the answer to what Eve got wrong in the garden. Mary gets right. She says, I trust God. Let it be done to me, she says, as God has said. 
and the whole world is saved. So as we get ready to celebrate Christmas, the the coming of Jesus, today it's beautiful that we stop and think that that coming would not have been possible had God not come first to a teenage girl living in a little cave, really, in Nazareth, whose name was Mary. And he says, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. And because Mary said yes, God is also with us now. Jesus came. And just like he came in Bethlehem 2,000 years ago, he comes to us today the same way, through Mary. It's perfect. God prepared for all eternity for this coming. And when he came, he came through Mary. And so today we ask him again as we prepare for his coming at Christmas that he would come through Mary. Let's all be very thankful and grateful today to our Holy Mother Mary. Every mom likes to know that her kids are thankful. So let's today spend this day giving thanks to our Holy Mother Mary. Without her coming, the coming of Jesus would not have happened.